Welcome back, Houston Holler Nation. It is two days after Mother's Day. Here we go. We took a break on Sunday to say I love you to moms across America, our moms especially. Joey, you had a crazy, crazy Mother's Day. We'll talk about that here in just a second. We're back on track. Just wanted to kick things off. This is Lance. Joey, of course, always joining me here at Wild Wing Cafe off West Green and I-10 in Katy, Texas. Katy, Texas is our highlight right now because the high school softball team, Joey, Get this. They're just crushing everybody right now. Yeah. They're in the third round of the playoffs. We're going to run through our 6A teams right now. Just giving that shout-out to Katie. They seem like they're going to be one of the teams to beat in Class 6A. They beat Fort Ben Austin 6-0, 11-1 in the first round, the area round. They defeated Heights High School 10-0-19-3. That's a whooping. So they got that Fort Ben Travis coming up next. Other Six teams in that final eight in Region 3 in that third round. we got Doby and Clear Springs going to go to challenge each other. Ridgepoint and Side Creek are going to play each other. Okay. And Deer Park versus Brazos Wood. So good luck to all those teams here in Region 3 and Class 6A. And, of course, we've been following that Class 5A race. Give these ladies some shout-outs over at Barber's Hill. Dude, those chicks are 33-2, and two, man. Yeah, it's ridiculous. And we heard the... Lady Indians down there in Santa Fe, they said they want Barbers Hill. Barbers Hill ran through Manville, ran through Angleton, 11-1-9-2 this past weekend. They got Friendswood coming up next, so Friendswood definitely going to be a tough out, going to be a big challenge for the Lady Eagles out in Barbers Hill. Also in 5A, we got Lake Creek. We heard they got a pretty good squad as well going up against Magnolia West. Your Crosby Lady Cougs. Going to play our Santa Fe Lady Indians. My Crosby. Aren't you a Crosby guy? Absolutely not. Oh, you hate Crosby. Yeah. That's what it is. Dayton Broncos, baby. Oh, that's what it was. I thought you were a Crosby guy through and through. But no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> then, of course, Waller wraps up with New Caney. That's going to be your final eight here in Region 3, Class 5A. And I just wanted to throw this out there. we got to get these guys on the show. If you know somebody down in Friendswood, Texas, that baseball squad is ranked in the top five nationally. Baseball? Baseball. Awesome, man. They got some studs on that team. I heard about them when I called a couple of football games that they played this year uh, out in the Goose Creek area. But, no, they rolled through Nederland last weekend, and their boys are just now in round two getting to that area around for the baseball playoffs. But we heard Friendswood's got a heck of a squad. So I'm going to guess that if you're a coach, I'm going to ask you this. All right. And you know Friendswood got a couple of studs on the mound. Are you trying to flip, win a coin flip, and you want to play just one game and try to beat them once, or are you going to get into a three-game series with them? Are you going to try to give them your best shot once, or are you going to try to beat them two out of three? If they're ranked top five in the nation, they got a couple of awesome pitchers. I'll take two out of three. Um, baseball is a game of failure. You're going to fail more than you succeed, and if you're playing a team that good, you might need a couple. Okay. That's the way I feel about it. So what if you are that team with a stud or a couple of studs? Are you going to take that two out of three chance in case you fumble? Or Absolutely are you going to play not. one game? One game. Yeah? Yeah. One game from the other side. Very interesting. Yeah. I've always wondered how that, you know, how that ranks. I guess there's also some other factors, too. I mean, here we are in the COVID age. You could have any kind of flu outbreak or whatever. You could have any kind of sickness on the team or an injury. Yeah. You know, the weekend before that might make your decision a little bit different whether you want to play three. Well, if you're that much better than the other team you're playing, you only deserve one game to beat them. And if they beat you in the first game, then that's on you. I feel like if it's flip-flopped the other way around and you're obviously the worst team in that matchup, that you might need two, two, three games to pull it out. So I think that's fair, and that's the way I feel about it. No, absolutely. I hear you, man. 
All right, so that's a little bit of a wrap-up of what's going on in high school athletics. Oh, man, I got I to gotta share this real quick. Young man by the last name Garcia down in Harlingen, he actually broke Matthew Bowling's 100-meter record in the state championship. I saw that. Track meet last weekend. That's awesome. Uh, I believe he ran a 10.0 flat. Yeah, it's crazy. But it was wind-aided as well, so I think the UIL is discussing or voting or doing whatever they do to say whether or not they're going to let that record stand. Look, the wind is a huge factor. I'm telling you, man, it was blowing 25, 30 miles well, per then hour why'd over the they, weekend. Why'd they run it all then? It's not like it just came well, out Well, no, but I'm nowhere. saying they don't, they don't even run the track meets in the same direction. Like, they had to run it with the wind because yeah. it was too tight to run it into the wind, but, like, if the wind's only 9 to 10 to 15 miles per hour they flip the track and they just have all the races run in the opposite direction interesting yeah i did not know that yeah so they do that only on certain tracks ut's got a magnificent facility there in austin and they're able to do that i remember watching Kerry vincent jr who was just drafted into the nfl out of lsu he's a port arthur guy i watched him win the 200 meter race and they completely flipped the track because storms had blown through the austin area delayed the track meet and the wind was just popping at his back if they were going to come out of that far left corner, so they just reversed the track and ran from the bottom right corner to the top left corner. So they basically had to run into the wind, and the dude still ran like almost close to like a state record for that. So it was yeah, crazy. I mean, so, the dude so was blazing. Taught me something I didn't know. You know, I don't I don't know much about track. I didn't know they considered wind to be such a factor in, in times or the way they run the races. You know, I did a little bit of shot put in discus, but I never got into the track side of it. So that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's just, it is what it is. When the wind's at your back, obviously it's pushing you a little bit more. Yeah. Um, if, I mean, and, I get and, it. And it and makes it, sense. And I just if you're, if you're running into a headwind, right? Yeah. Then you're going to decrease your time, especially if you're a long distance runner. I guess, I, I guess I just never took the time to stop and think about it, but it makes sense. So it'd almost be like, that's why the track is flat, Joey. You know, you don't yeah. run uphill or downhill. <laughs> well, that's no fair. So, yeah, that's our high school wrap-up. Let's get some of these guys on the show. We're going to work on it this week. Try to get Katie a little shout-out. I saw a couple of their softball players up here enjoying victory wings oh, yeah. a few nights ago. In their uniforms, nice and dirty. They look happy, fresh off of a victory. So... Good thing, good stuff going around. Mother's Day, you were running around like a chicken with his head cut off. What yeah, the heck you happened know, so with you on Sunday, in, man? In case I've got family listening, I'm not going to get too far into the details. I will say that uh, we tried to go to Memorial City Mall, and you know I've been there on Black Friday, and it was worse than I've seen it ever as far as being packed. Uh, I bought my wife a bottle of perfume, and it took us quite a while to get in and out of there, find parking. All of that noise. Uh, had a couple of families' houses to go to, a couple of families' houses we didn't go to. I don't want to get into the details of it. I don't want to upset anybody, you know, but uh, it, was, it was a good time, you know. I, I got to spend a little bit of time with my wife before work. It was just a little hectic. Between getting the kids where they needed to be, making sure me and my wife had time together, making sure she was making time for her mom. And my mom lives in Dallas, so I wasn't able to make time for mine as far as seeing her, but... Getting to work on time. It was a little bit of a hectic day, man. I only had like two or three hours to work with, so it was a lot of running back and forth. I mean, from what you told me, you had about a 12-hour window to get this bottle of perfume. Yeah, most definitely. So, like, you know, Santa Claus gets his list between Thanksgiving and the first week of December from all the kids of the world, right? Yeah. So do we need to get these moms to start getting their list out maybe two or three it's, weeks earlier? You know, you know I, I'm just asking. I'm, just, I'm asking because I might need to know one day. I'm not trying to get you in trouble. I just want to know. Do the moms need to let us know two or three weeks ahead of time exactly what they want for Mother's Day? If there's something out there they want. They might just want cards and a hug, you know? 
Yeah, and you know, I'm just so bad at holidays. We'll talk about them for two or three or four weeks leading up. She'll be like, hey, you know, it's coming up. Hey, you know, this is coming up. Birthdays, Mother's Days, whatever it is, Christmas. And I find myself the day before saying, oh, crap, it's here. And so I'm just really bad at that kind of stuff. I'm sorry, baby. I love you. So you want to know how awesome I am? Yeah. I bought my mother a card. I saw a big card, like a three-foot by two-foot did you stop Greeting at Walgreens on the way to her house? No, no. It was a gas station on the northwest side that's, off of 290. That's even worse. It was like 630 in the morning. That's and it was funny. a big old card. It was a beautiful card. It had yeah. a nice little message on it. I wrote a little I love you on there. That's awesome. And signed it. Every five years now, it's going to be my tradition to get my mom a card that's as big as her. You know? So, you know, I got the card. I almost bluffed the reservation, but I came through at Landry's. Yeah. She, were, she wanted to go to Anthony's out in Simonton. And, yeah, I screwed that over. So I had to, like run into Landry's and be like, hey, can y'all fit me in tomorrow? So we got a spot. But I'm going to tell you, man, those people were swamped. You work in this industry. Do you have people just not showing up to work? I'm not trying to call people out, but I'm telling you, they had five people working on 200 people all day long, five staff members serving 200 people constantly from 11 a.m. through 6 p.m., maybe even later at Landry's. Like They were sweating while carrying out fish. Yeah, so... Mother's Day is probably the one day of the year that servers and bartenders and restaurant managers dread because it's the constant story of overworked and understaffed, and it's just a madhouse every Mother's Day. So Wild Wing Cafe, where we work, it's a little slower on Mother's Day because I guess, you know, hot wings and beer aren't desirable on Mother's Day at 11 o'clock in yeah, the morning. Yeah, no, that wouldn't fly with my mom. Yeah, so exactly. Nope. So, you know, but I've got a lot of friends. I have worked in steakhouses before and I've been on the other end of it and it's a lot of work. It's a lot of demand and the restaurant is usually understaffed because there's always that two or three people that feel like, well, I should be able to spend time with my mom instead of coming to work, you know, so it happens. And on those kind of days, guys, if you aren't familiar with the industry, and I know not everybody is, so I understand, be patient with your server because I promise they are doing the best they can. Yeah, I got to give uh, our man Tillman Fertitta a little bit of love because obviously somebody in the Landry's group in the chain of all the restaurants must have told those hostesses straight up, be conservative in the time that you tell people. I had a 3.30 appointment. I got there on a 3.30 reservation. I got there at 3.15, and they said, we're running behind. It might be 30 extra minutes before you get seated, and it might be an hour before you get your food after you are seated. Well, you know what? I got in at 3.35, and our food came out in 20 minutes. Yeah. So the expectation was met by going super conservative. So, hey, shout out to the Landry's group, and I'm sure other restaurants may have pulled that same stunt off, just making sure that customer service and that customer walked out with a smile after eating that bread pudding or that chocolate cake or whatever else mom desired on the big day. Yeah, you know, sometimes people will walk into a restaurant looking to get on a wait and they just want to be sat as quickly as possible and they get frustrated about wait times. The main goal of the restaurant is to make sure your experience is as efficient and pleasing as possible. So sometimes it's not always the best to get seated quickly because if they are running behind in the kitchen or the servers are already swamped with eight tables, you're not going to have your best experience. You aren't going to get your best uh, service. So it, sometimes it's okay to wait. It's okay to let everyone catch up and shout out to all the servers and moms and everybody out there. On and go buy day. some drinks. Moms yeah. like drinks when they're celebrating. Yeah. Wine. Margarita. Yeah. Margarita. All right. So switching on the same front with Tillman Fertitta, he's got to be a happy man because the Rockets did their thing. They got a top three spot, Joey. 
Yeah. Uh, so in the draft, let's see how bad Bill O'Brien can mess this up. Bill O'Brien <laughs> is he being is he being summoned somehow some way? Is he, does he have a spot in the Rockets organization now? They're like, hey, yeah. Bill, you're such a great guy, Bob. Watch come work for the Rockets. Yeah. So the Rockets Not- have a 57 percent chance of landing the number one overall pick. You mean Cade Cunningham? Uh, that's what I would hope, but you know, a lot of the expert picks even still are having the Rockets taking Evan Mobley if they land the number one overall pick, and I just don't freaking understand why. A freshman center who is a project when you have Cade Cunningham or even Jalen Suggs who are NBA ready, who are going to help your team at the most important position on the court right away. So I just don't understand that. I don't want a seven foot one, 18 year old center who's who's a three year project. So the only thing I can think with this, and I'm looking up the stats right now because you just brought that up, is just the efficiency of an inside presence like that. Um, he's kind of a five-tool yeah. player. I mean, he does it all. He plays great defense. They already have a guy like that, though, with Christian Wood, right? Um, and I, and I, I didn't I really, know much about him until the tournament, but if I recall, he was knocking down threes as well. He's basically a stretch, okay, four, so I, stretch four playing the five. So, so that's the question that I had is, is he able to extend his game? Can he hit the 19-footer? Can he hit the 24-footer? Um, I'm just going to go with, you know, maybe the trend uh, like we saw with good old Zion Williamson. I mean, in the league, Zion Williamson is a 60% field goal guy. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're going 8 for 10 every night or maybe 12 for 15 every night, you know. He's not Zion. Uh, it- he's, built li- he's built like him, though. He just doesn't have as much meat. He's the same height as him. He's probably a little bit longer. He can jump just like him. He can do everything Zion can do, but he's not – one fall or twist of an ankle away from being out for two months. So the way I feel I guess they all this, are one fall yeah. from being out for two months, but I'm just saying he doesn't have all the meat on his bones. Yeah, so you know how I feel about... He's not about, eating that etouffee down in New Orleans. You know how I feel about John Wall. I don't have a problem with the guy. I even like the guy, but I'm sorry, 43 mil a year at your age in the middle of a rebuild. It's not worth it. And the way KPJ showed up over the last 30 games of the season, and he has just straight balled out. He has showed his potential. If he can keep his off-the-court issues in check, the kid's got a bright future, and I think he's only 20 years old. So I think they need to move Kevin Porter back to his original position as a two-guard, bring in Kate Cunningham or Jalen Suggs, and, and let these guys grow up together. Let these guys learn together. Give us something to work towards because the one and two are the most p- important position on the court these days, especially with the, just the amount of threes that are being shot, and it's just not an inside game anymore. So I will take uh, – all-star point guard over uh, Project Center every day. So, Big Mobley, right? Yeah. Is pretty much a set shooter. Yeah. Cunningham and Suggs can get a bucket for themselves at any point, any given time. So the question is, do you want some guy that can stand on the wing or in the corner and knock down shots in the offense as KPG is going to run it? Or, and maybe John Wall is going to run it? Or do you want guys that can create their own shots? I'd rather have three guards that can all create their own shots at any point in time that mold and mesh together. And let's go back to the offense where we're just driving the lane and flipping it up to Christian Wood. See, that's my thing. Christian Wood's there. I don't think they need another big, I think. Well, that's what I'm saying. That, that's my justification yeah. for having three guards out and going ahead and going with Cuttingham or Suggs and having all three of those guys play. Let's see what Wall, Suggs, and, um, you know, 
KPG look like on the court together. And worst case... That'll scenario, open everything up for the paint. And then worst case scenario, right? Kevin Porter Jr. becomes your second string point guard. Nah, I don't think so. He's a starter. He's going to be a starter. They can move him to the three with his size if they want, but he's going to be on What's the What's he court. getting paid, though? We're talking about money. $40 million versus what? He's on a rookie contract. Exactly. He's making like $2 million. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, he could be sixth man of the year. Yeah, most definitely. I mean, we're already chewing on Eric Gordon's contract. Don't even get me started on that. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying it's the reality, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You want to open up the floor truly, you know? Well, Eric Gordon, bye-bye, dude. See you later. This is called a rebuild. I say just... <laughs> bye bye to all the vets. Let's Toodle. just do it right, man. <laughs> what is uh? What's the line from the Hangover? Toodaloo, mother. Yeah, that one. There's a lot of lines from the Hangover. None of them are very appropriate for this podcast. All right. Uh, on Rockets news, Bill Warrell announced his retirement this morning. His last game will be Friday, May 14th. Now, whether you like the guy or not, he is a Houston legend, man, and he has been around for a very long time. I remember growing up. He would do the Astros game in the morning and the Rockets game at night, man. And on what channel? You remember that I one? Freaking don't remember. HSE. HSE. Remember that? Yeah, I do now. The HSE Network. Yeah. Houston Sports Entertainment. Uh, the guy's been around Houston Sports for 40 years, man, and he's just a legend. So shout out to Bill Worrell. It is time, buddy, because I have not enjoyed you the last three or four years. Well, I mean, look, my dad used to make me watch Rockets games on mute. Yeah. Because he'd be like, turn Bill Warrell off. I mean, it, it doesn't get any more <laughs> biased than that. So he already stopped traveling with the team three yeah. years ago. So yeah. I, I knew this was coming. It's time. Typical, it, it's the typical Homer. Um, it sounds like from what you've told me that they're going to replace one Homer with another Homer. Craig Ackerman is getting a promotion, guys. So that's who we get to deal with for the next 20 years. Well, here's the deal with Ackerman. At least he has some really, really funny sayings and he things is, that he does. He's, he's knowledgeable. He knows what he's talking about. His voice just annoys me. Oh, I think he's very, he, look, he's entertaining. Yeah. But if you don't love him, you hate him. I mean, honestly, he's he's either he's a hit or miss. He's not an in between guy. He's kind of like a Chris Collinsworth. Either love him or hate him, right? Yeah, I agree. I I, lo I love Chris Collinsworth. I, mean, I don't know why everyone hates the guy. I like so him much. too. I, I think, like his I think, voice. I think he gives good insight. Yeah. But every Sunday night on Facebook during football season, you have at least one person that says, "Oh, here goes Chris Collinsworth. I hate him." Now here's a guy who can really catch. He's an NFL receiver. No crap, dude. All right, moving on. Uh, Astros are five and five in their last 10 games. We got Otani and McCullers on the mound tonight. We lost one last night, five to four. We need to pull this out. As I was just telling Lance, even though he doesn't care because it's only May, the fourth through the 13th, it's May seed, 11th, the fourth through the 13th seed in the American league are only separated by two and a half games. And, uh, we are not having the extended playoffs this season, so you, you are going to have to make a top five seed. The season is 23% of the way over, Lance, so baseball does matter, especially when you only have a two-and-a-half game separation to make the playoffs. So uh, see if the Astros can pull out these important series wins. We got the Angels, Rangers, and Athletics back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back in divisional series, so these are all going to be very important when it comes down to the end of the season. I mean, I guess, is that how the tiebreakers work these days? That is how tiebreakers work, yes, sir. How many teams make the playoffs now? Is it still seven? It's five in each league. So they reduced it from the COVID year? Yeah. 
So it's five in each league. So so they said it's still up in the air, but I think it's bullcrap to like let the season be 80% of the way over before they're like, okay, by the way, 10 teams are going to make it instead of five. So second place plays third place, and then fourth place and fifth place have a one-game wild card to determine yes. who plays the first place team in the division or correct. In, in the league. Yeah, correct. So that's how the five teamers work. It's a one game, it's a one game play. It's a one game wild it's, card. It's one back to the way card. it was where it was bull crap three years ago, two yeah. years ago. That's the stupidest thing. We just yeah. talked about this though. We just talked about one game series versus best two out of three. It should be a three game It's freaking series. baseball. It's there are five best teams in baseball. And they all deserve to get that two. What out of drives three. me even more crazy is that they advertise it as the wild card series, wild card round. It's not a round. It's one freaking game, dude. It's Call the, it what it, it is. Yeah, it's the wild coin flip is what it is. It's 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 wild load of crap. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I found out last night I'm not playing softball tonight because they screwed the schedule up again. Shout out to Tony at Cullen Park. I appreciate you, dude. I hope you're listening because you suck at doing schedules. Ooh. All right, so last night I was looking at tickets, found tickets fairly close to the dugout. You know, I was looking for row three, four uh, for the home side dugout and looking at tickets, 460 bucks, 390 bucks, 420 bucks, 52 bucks. Row three, right by the dugout. So I got got a few tickets for 52 bucks each. I, I don't know how that happened when tickets in the same row were $450, but I jumped on top of it. What website did you use? SeatGeek. See, I've never been a big SeatGeek user. I always just have the StubHub account, and then, yeah. I mean, that's just general whatever. And Flash Seats was always money with Rocket tickets. They shut down Flash Seats. It's now AXS. Axis? Axis, yes. So who runs that? Someone bought them out, I guess? I don't know. I, I went to open the Flash Seats app last week when I wanted to buy tickets because that's who I've always used. And they said, we have now converted into AXS or we have merged with AXS or something, blah, blah, blah. Please download this app. But is it the same platform to where like you can bid on tickets for $4 in the I, upper deck? I don't know. I downloaded it and I didn't even use it. See, that was the beauty of it. You could go down to Papacito's inside the Hilton of the Americas oh, yeah. and have a couple margaritas and some fajitas, and in the middle of the first quarter, there'd be like $5 tickets available. you get in there for the halftime entertainment, buy a couple of brewskis, sit down, and watch the second half of a great NBA game for 4 bucks. Yeah, so what I used to do, <laughs> you know, I guess you can still do it with SeatGeek. You buy your tickets on SeatGeek or Vivid Seats or AXS or whatever you use for the price that's on <laughs> that's on the site. I'm sorry about that. And then... You can open the MLB ballpark app uh, when the game starts and upgrade your tickets to for like ten bucks, and you can move from the top down to the to the first row for like ten extra bucks. It's crazy. If you didn't know that, you can do that. All right, I have an absolute disaster story with this MLB app and all that crap as well. Uh oh. So, a buddy of mine had set up for five of us or six of us to meet at. Minute Maid Ballpark. We got some good seats in the Crawford boxes. I think we were playing the A's. The Astros were playing the A's maybe three years ago or so. Yeah. Um, I just remember it was a good time having beers with my buddies, whatever. So one guy downloaded all the tickets on the app, and then he sent a screenshot of everybody's QR code or scan code for their ticket, copy of their ticket. And they, four of us showed up together. One guy was driving in from Beaumont, and the other guy was late from the Woodlands. He actually couldn't come at all. And we were told we couldn't get into the stadium without, A, the man who had all the tickets inside his MLB app, or B, if we didn't have the MLB app on our phone and that ticket wasn't automatically transferred to us from the original purchaser. 
It takes three minutes, dude. Do it. But we couldn't get a hold of the man who bought the tickets because he was sick with whatever he was sick with, and he wasn't answering his phone. That sucks, dude. So we spent primo cash on these tickets. They weren't a deal. Yeah. They were through Astros.com. They were available. And we were like, hey, let's just get them. I think we bought them like a month early because we knew one friend was flying in the town. Like, it was absolutely nuts. So I think the other two guys, or the one guy that drove in from Beaumont, he ended up getting in by the fifth inning or something after throwing a hissy fit at the door. Yeah. So listeners, our avid listeners, you probably know who I'm talking about right now. I don't even need to say his name out loud. <laughs> but... It, I, I would have told it, it, the dude that fell asleep sick or whatever. I would have told him, dude, you owe me money, bro. Because that's pretty messed up. But nobody knew that. Like, what if you're, what if, none of these people are from Houston. None of these people probably even go to major league. Well, what did you guys think? That you, your buddy bought the tickets and you'd just be able to walk up and say, hey, my buddy's got a ticket. Can I get in? If you have the scan, the code. I've done, I've done that with StubHub a million times. So, so you had the QR code or you didn't? We had we all had our own code. We all had a ticket with a code on the ticket. Ah, uh, it was screenshotted though, and they refresh every sixty seconds. That's probably what it was. Stupidest thing in you, the world. It tells you you cannot use a screenshotted QR code. Gotcha. Yeah. So the so the so the right thing would have been if that guy would have answered the phone, he would have had to screenshot it real quick, send it to you, and get a show it fast. Well, there's a forward button. You push forward, you can select their email address or phone number, and it sends you the ticket through either text message or email. But you only have sixty seconds to redeem it. No, because once he forwards you the ticket, then it's on your phone. It's there. So it will reload. Like, for instance, I just sent three tickets to uh, my buddies today who I'm going with. I did not get a ticket. You didn't get a ticket. That's, so I'm not that's... invited to the game tonight. This is BS, bro. I'm walking out. See y'all later. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Okay, so I, get, I guess I get it now. I mean, I'm just yeah. old school. Just print me out a ticket and let me walk up to the gate and scan it, right? Yeah, I suppose it is Dollar Dog Night that just popped Ooh, up in the nice. top of my head. It's, it's looks the, like I'm it's, going home sick. It's the it's the downfall. Yeah, how many dogs do you eat? Yeah, probably four or five. Really, you yeah. can crush four or five, dude. I can crush like eight, <laughs> but I, I if I discipline myself, I'll eat about four. What? Like I can put some I food ate, down, if, buddy. I, that's not about putting food down though. It's just the fact that it's a hot dog. I can maybe eat three. I, I would care. feel I would feel sick after three hot dogs. The thing that sucks though is that they two, don't. They, two does it, but you'd be like, okay, they're a dollar. I'm eating a third. Yeah, no, exactly. And <laughs> what sucks is they don't have the condiments out right now, like the mustard, the relish, the jalapenos, the onions. You have to ask for it, and they put it on your. Wait hot a second, can't you bring a bottle of water to the game? Your own bottle of water in a Ziploc bag. Carry a damn bottle of mustard. Bring some mustard and relish nah, packets man. with you. Anyway, you pack, have to pa- pack you a little plastic container, mix up your mustard and your ketchup and your relish, whatever you put on it. I don't know, man. They're, 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 it sucks because they put it on there for you. And I like loading my stuff up where you can't even see the hot dog. And I, I bought a foot long last time. Okay. So I told them I wanted jalapenos <laughs> and onions and there was two jalapenos on it, man. That's a dollar for the hot dog, yeah, right? And you're gonna, and you're, are you going to get two and two or just four at once? I'm going to get four at once and I'm going to crush them. All right. So you're going to get four hot dogs. Yeah. Take a $5 bill, tell them I want four hot dogs, dollar for you if you load it up with the relish and the yeah. onions like I want it. Yeah. Please load my hot dog up. I'm giving you a dollar tip. You're making a 25% tip off my $4. It's 20%. No, $4. $1 out of $4 is 25%. Yeah, $1 out of $5 is 20%. But you charged four and you gave them a dollar. Okay, yeah. It's I a 25% tip. The You're kick- getting a 25% tip when... 
13,000 out of the 15,000 that'll actually beat the game aren't going to give you anything for a tip. So congrats on the dollar, bro. The kicker load to my, this. Load my hot dog up. I'm going with five other guys tonight. Two of them are from Boston. One's from New Jersey. One's from New York. So it's definitely- I don't think any of them have ever been to an Astros game. So it's a hot dog fest. And I'm not going to tell them it's but dollar I'm- dog night. And you know what? I'm riding with one of them, and I'm going to be like, dude, I got y'all's food. Don't worry. And I'm going to come back to the seats with like 20 hot dogs. And they're going to be like, man, you bought us all this food? And I'm going to be like, yeah, dude. I bet Jim Crane put a limit on the number you can buy at once. Uh, probably. He did two seasons ago, 2019, before COVID season. You could only buy two at a time. Last time I was there. Like, you could get in line five times if you want. You just couldn't buy seven hot dogs. It was two per person. And then you could get back in the end of the line if you wanted to. <laughs> I'd make it a game. I'd be like, hey, guys. Who ate before they came? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right, buy them four hot dogs. Be like, you're not leaving. We're not leaving until you eat all four of these hot dogs. <laughs> all right, man. All right, H-Town, I think we're going to wrap this one up. We didn't have much for you today, so we kind of uh, kind of pushed it along, talked about our Mother's Days. Hope all you mothers out there had great days. You all deserve it for everything that you do. It is the hardest job in the world. I don't care what anybody says. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Hugs and high fives, Houston. Again, shout out to all the mothers, and we appreciate y'all, and we'll get back to you on Thursday. Yep, on Thursday, we're going to talk about a very, very, very sad topic. The potential of an all-Rockets NBA East during conference final. We'll talk about it coming up on Thursday. You know what we're going to say. Hugs and high fives. Enjoy the game tonight. Enjoy the ball game, Joey. I'm going to have a good time, man. Enjoy lose. it without me talking smack yeah. the whole time. I'm going to see Shohei pitch. So, I mean, we'll see. Hopefully we win. Pull it out. Eight's town, baby. All right. Reach out to us.